What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Status Update. And I've been trying to find my way home. Through you, I remain strong. What would Jesse do? What would Jesse do? What would Jesse do? The Status Update podcast is centered around sharing stories and talking about lived experiences, becoming better because of it. We explore topics around family, friends, relationships, dreams, and aspirations. And my next guest needs no introduction. Welcome to the Status Update podcast. How you doing? I'm good. I'm very excited to be a guest here. I'm hyped to have you. Why don't you introduce yourself to the folks? Okay, my name is Annalisa Novak, and I work in television news and digital news. Um, I consider myself a journalist, and I've been doing this for like five years, including college, and it's led me to my current career, and I'm actually in the process of switching jobs, so I work at NBC right now, and like two weeks, I'll be working at CBS News, so it's all good news, great things. Hey, I love it. So do you want to talk a little bit about your journey? I know we connected in college, but you've done a ton since then. <laughs> yes, um, I'm kind of like always going nonstop. I feel like it's just, it's constantly like, what else can I do? I used to be in the military, I guess it kind of starts there. And I think that's where I developed my go getter attitude and my do whatever I like, whatever it takes to get to your ultimate goal. And then um, I decided to go back to school and I majored in journalism because I really wanted to be a newspaper writer. But as I was doing it, I realized that that is not for me. I like writing, but newspapers were just not where it's at. And I kind of merged into television and um, just learning how to write for television. I do know how to write for prints. I ran a school newspaper and uh, I interviewed you quite often, you know, when I did the stories. And after that, I graduated and I wasn't really sure of like what was next, but I knew that I had a lot of plans that I wanted to do and it, they all involved New York. And at the end of the day, I always feel like New York for me is end game. It's a career. It's where in this industry you should go. Mm. So I worked at Fox News at the time, but I worked for Shepard Smith. I feel like every time I tell people I work for Fox <laughs> News, like I have to immediately, immediately say who I worked for. I worked for the most liberal person ever. So it was completely different. And that, that was actually a challenge for me because I had to find a way where I can get views and I can get ratings, but I knew that the audience and him had a, you know, disconnect. So that was a challenge for me having to like adapt to it. I love the experience there. I love the company. Every job that I've ever worked, I've loved. But again, it's like, what's the new challenge? What else can I do? And I've always wanted to live in Miami, like always. So I decided at that point that I was going to move to Miami. I was going to take a job at a local TV station here at NBC Miami. And then I was going to enjoy the Miami life. And I have definitely done that. And I love the city, but again, like New York to me is endgame. So it was then, how can I go back to New York? And that's mm. where this current opportunity came to me. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I know you, I've just seen you making so many moves in the background. So it's been like, yes. it's been really cool to watch. 
Um, Nonstop. What are some of like the biggest mistakes you see people making as they try to break into into the field of news and like what do you what are some mistakes you see people make? I think people get content very quickly and they mm. get into this routine and they don't want they don't challenge themselves anymore. They like you know they get used to their job. They get used to what they do every day. And sometimes I I would feel myself being like that too. But in this industry, you have to always challenge yourself. You have to always keep going because you become stagnant if you do not do that. So I see a lot of people making that mistake. And I also see a lot of people when I was in college, not taking it seriously to the point where they were doing everything they could to set themselves up for success. I'm actually one of the only people in my department that graduated with a job in news and a lot of the people that did graduate with a job in the news they never lasted they went to public relations or they completely left the field because again i just think that not challenge yourself and being stagnant will do that it will completely make you lose every ounce of passion that you once had so yes always keep going always keep challenging yourself never become content with your life yeah, I think that that's a that's a message that resonates with a lot of people. It's like you get used to doing things a certain way, being in a position and you get comfortable where you are. And you don't want to necessarily change, but growth happens when you go change. Yes, um, growth is so important. So I did want to ask, what, what is a what does an average day look like for you? Um, I could only guess. So I, I want to know. Well, I live in Florida right now, so every day, I'll tell you what, we have the most interesting stories, but it's just kind of researching what is happening, what are people talking about. Obviously, COVID has been a big factor lately in every single story we've done. Yeah. I remember there was a time where if it wasn't COVID, no one, like, we didn't even care. It could be like a shooting, a robbery, if, as long as it wasn't COVID, it went, like, unnoticed. Um, then you just kind of write. You're just writing for television. So everything you watch the news, anything that the anchor is reading, they did not write. Somebody wrote it for them. They are just professional readers. So it's just nonstop writing, nonstop cutting video. A lot of the things that, again, I learned in college that I was able to implement to the real world. So it is useful to pay attention in college. People really should do that. Yeah, that's super interesting. I didn't, I didn't know about the background um, and how, the, how yeah. everything actually comes about. Yeah, no, for it's just uh, people think that these anchors, they're just professional readers, love them to death, but that's all they do. <laughs> so what have you found uh, most interesting about your journey? Obviously, you've, you've been able to relocate and move um, and you've done a whole bunch. What has been the most interesting piece of all that? I think just having the opportunity to relocate and move and I, this industry allows you to do that. Like if I decided I wanted to go work in Kansas City, there would be a job somewhere in there for me where I can go find that. Not a lot of industries have that luxury or privilege where it becomes harder to move in a different area. You would have to really, really step up your game, step up your credentials to go to a city you would want compared to me where there's just so many job opportunities across the country and across the world, honestly. So I've, I found that interesting. And I've also found it interesting just how much of like a mental toll sometimes this job does take because as beautiful mm. and as luxury as it is 
a lot of the times you're you're seeing videos or you're writing stories or you're just you know overall surrounded by bad news and mm -hmm. it's really important that you take time for yourself and take time you know whenever your day is rough to just remember and you know put something to ground you because again you're writing stories about shootings you're hearing victims mothers crying because their son dies or you know, COVID, you become paranoid. I remember when I was doing all this COVID stuff, I was really paranoid at one point because it was just nonstop for me. I couldn't even shut it off. So I think that's another interesting thing that I, I didn't consider before. And now I realize that like, yeah, this job, you have to be mentally strong for this job because it every day is a different story, good or bad. Yeah, it's interesting because you bring up the point of like, there's just a lot of negative things that you have to intake and deal with and actually like write about and see on a consistent basis how do you how do you separate that from your, like your every like your real life outside of work i am very like for this where i do not post my political opinion on any story because again i do think that once people know where you stand your opinion all of a sudden you're you could be viewed as biased so mm -hmm. that's actually hard for me too because there would be issues like the black lives matter movement or something that happens with veterans and things that i wanted to comment and i want to like post things and i want to be vocal about it but i know as my position i can't so it's again just having a strong support system i'm I, I have a strong faith, so I'm very religious. I always, um, you know, seek God whenever I feel that I feel overwhelmed and I have my friends. And I also have people, colleagues that go through the same thing that I know they understand where we're all, where we're all in this together. So I know their mental standpoint is the same as mine. So mm -hmm. again, it's just a lot of just staying grounded no matter what and reminding yourself that, you are in a position to deliver news to people. And if you, you know, you're not opinions. I'm, my job is to give you news. It's not about what I believe. You just have, you just need to know what is going on. And it's mm. hard. A lot of people, like, again, a lot of journalists, they cross that line and I just look at them and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that that's like so important because being able to differentiate the two, like your own personal life and keeping that separate, mm -hmm. it is like, it's like so important because obviously we've seen over the past, I'd say four or five years now, this idea of fake news and people yes. not trusting media. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this whole concept that we shouldn't trust media? I think the fake news and that whole distrust of the media comes from journalists posting their opinions on Twitter or wherever again first of all that word like makes every journalist cringe when we hear that it's the <laughs> biggest insult you could i swear it's the biggest insult to be called fake news you're literally like oh my god because half the time people don't even understand how the news process is and I've, I've had to do that a lot with my friends when they would like make political opinions i would have to correct them where i'd be like this isn't right this is found on facebook this is found on instagram this isn't a true you know, this isn't what's really happening. Um, so, but again, I do understand sometimes why people don't trust the media because just you, people post their opinions and then again, they work for certain networks. So then other people will be like, I can't trust them. They only support this person or that person and vice versa. Like when I worked at Fox, that was another thing I had to kind of work around because 
Fox is a company that, again, gets called out a lot for some of their opinion uh, hosts and talents. But I understand the difference between news and opinion, but not everyone mm -hmm. else does. Some people look at Tucker Carlson as a journalist and as a news person, but he's really an opinion commentator, which is completely different from someone that's Shepard Smith. But again, it's all under one umbrella and people just don't understand the difference. And it's okay. That's just how it is. It's a part of our job. I think every career has something where it's like people don't understand it, but they make little comments about it. And you're just like, I wish you knew what I went through. I wish you knew the steps it was to get a new story and to vet it. Cause it takes a long time to put something on air. It has to go through so much checks. Yeah. It's like, there's so many people who don't necessarily make the differentiation that you're, that you're actually like t saying right now. It's like, not everyone is giving news. Some people are giving opinions. Yes. And it can be under right. the same See, It goes with CNN too. Yeah. Anderson Cooper isn't a journalist. Anderson Cooper is a commentator. You know, it's it's like people just don't get it. Whether Fox, CNN, whoever, it just there are journalists and then there's opinion hosts. Don Lemon is an opinion host. Anderson Cooper, an opinion host. Um, who's that? Chris Cuomo, an opinion host. It's just, but people look at them like they're journalists, and I'm like, no. Yeah, not. like like everything is everything has to be exactly true, or it's yeah i've I've definitely definitely seen yeah. this happening more especially as people have um with covid at least really been glued oh, to the television God, yes <laughs> yes so, so, i think there was a point i had to like post about covid because i saw so many things that, that were so wrong that i just am on my feed i was just like i just have to post about this because people are thinking the worst and thinking this and that and it's not right yeah it's overwhelming <laughs> I can see. I can see. COVID. Uh, I can COVID. See. So, what would what's uh, a big piece of advice that you give to to people in the industry about? I know you touched on like keeping your personal opinions aside and uh, being able to relocate. What is another piece of advice that you give someone that's trying to break in? Uh, be patient. This is not easy. It's very difficult sometimes to break in and also just be willing to do the small job. I even graduate and I was working as a writer in New York uh, for a company called New York One. And again, that was like, I, I had to like commute to New York, but I was still going to school. But I knew and then, like I said, this job was going to pay off to the next job and to the next job. So just always try to again find the opportunity but at the same time be patient when you don't find it and don't be discouraged because it will come at the right time it's just a waiting game half the time and while you're waiting go ahead and put the effort so it can help you don't just sit there and think like a job is going to magically appear because it's not that's just not how it works yeah it's like you got to put the work in um but mm -hmm. also also like doing the small jobs doing the things that no one yes. else wants like that's the that's the true grind that a lot of young professionals right. don't always see. They sometimes I don't like, understand what? it either. Like I I don't understand. I just feel like maybe because I'm such a go getter. Again, I just I've never understood people's mentality of just like even in college. Like I would just I would understand where they wouldn't try or they wouldn't do the little small extra things. It's like what else are you doing? How like what else? Like what is more important than this? Yeah, it's like, why not go all in 
on the thing you want to do, the things you want to accomplish. Yes. And your major, whatever it may be. So, so what inspires you? What keeps you going? What keeps you motivated? Um, I think I just have this vision of my life and I've have a vision of what my life was before and just a lot of the struggles I went through before and what struggles I don't want to go through anymore. So I think just this vision of the future and the vision of like goals being conquered and being achieved, I think that's what inspires me again. What is the next challenge? How else can I get better? What else can I achieve? And then just thinking back of like, what have I achieved? What did I go through? What obstacles were in my way and how did I beat them? It's just like a mix of both. I think always believing in yourself essentially too. And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to that. It's very hard to feel confident about yourself or to feel like you can do it because half the time it's a mental anguish and it's more of a battle within yourself than it is with anybody else. So yeah, you just have to always, again, just think positive and believe in yourself over because no one else is going to believe in you. You got to, mm-hmm. your number one support is yourself. Your number one person is yourself. Yeah. I think I've, I've definitely heard that from so many people who are successful, just the, mm-hmm. the, the inner belief that what you're doing is going to work out and then the work ethic behind it and saying, I'm going to go all in yes. on me and I'm going to do what I need to do to be successful, regardless of what everyone else is doing. Right. Because I feel like if, you, if yeah. you look at everyone else and what they're doing, sometimes you start to see people doing less. And it's like, that's... Yes, that's, they die down. Yeah. And you wonder why they're dying down. Yeah. While you're not. Like, you're just like, why are you not caring when there's so much you can do and so much you can learn and just people you could meet and adventures you could have that aren't going to come to you if you just expect they are like that's just not how life was it never was like that for me I don't think I think if I would have just waited my life would have been completely different a hundred percent different and I'm just happy that I was able to even shake off that belief that you know it's almost like an entitlement belief I think sometimes yeah that and I've never I've, I've never really felt entitled and I'm thank God every single day that I had, I grew up with a struggle and I didn't just have it easy because if I had it easy, you know, I don't know. It wouldn't have been, I mean, I don't know where I would be. I can't even imagine that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's hard to even think of a life where you didn't struggle growing up. Like I always struggled growing up and I'm like, I don't, I can't see it. (laughs) I can't, I can't possibly see it. Could you imagine, just imagine all the people, you know, that like haven't struggled and you're just like, God, you're so lucky. But at the same time, are you lucky? It's like, do you have the hunger that I have? Yes. hundred percent. Always have. So, so when you got down to Miami um, and you started your, your new job there, what was that process like? What was it like switching over uh, to a new network and having a different, I don't know, a different routine? A different vibe. A yes. different vibe. <laughs> I went from Fox News, which was very serious, you know, very intense, where every day, like, whatever President Trump did pretty much commanded how I was going to work. I remember I would have, like, a whole, you know, show ready to go, and then he had a news conference, and he said something interesting that completely shook everything, my show up, and I had to readjust. (laughs) So that was, like, different. And then I come here where it's not like that, where there's a set plan, and unless something crazy dramatic happens, the set plan is going to go through no matter what. 
um i thought that was interesting also just thought the people were completely different new york people are you know people from new york they're very i can't even describe it yeah you have to be there yeah Yeah, exactly like if people haven't been to new york just go to new york you'll feel it okay there's here's one you go if you're walking in new york you're gonna get pushed every day i remember i used like got off the train and i would just be walking and i just like being pushed and sometimes it'd be like oh my god i can't do this anymore Florida and people from Miami in specific are very relaxed. They're very friendly. They're very welcoming and they're always talking. So you're, you make friends quick. I, like I said, I love my coworkers here because they're just so friendly and so welcoming. And I felt like I was welcomed instantly. And then again, Florida is just a different vibe. You got some interesting stories out there. Florida man, <laughs> Florida woman. Oh yeah, yeah It's fun it. to report them. Yes. Hashtag Florida man. <laughs> so where can people find you or connect with you um you could find my linkedin no i'm just kidding um twitter i would say twitter or instagram i feel like i'm a i'm a younger millennial well not really that young but i feel like i'm more into just talking to people on twitter what is my twitter i think it's my name annalisa novak or instagram simply annalisa i think that that's the best way because i'm very relaxed and i'm very again, I will, I am willing to help whoever needs it. I'm willing to give my advice and I'm willing to even help like with resume and things that I know work for me. Mm. Um, I'm always down. I've always been down to help people. Again, I think that's just a trait in me. So anybody who wants to reach out, has any advice or questions, go ahead, send a DM, slide into the DMs. (laughs) I'll go ahead and help you. I love that. So before we finish up, I I wanted to wanted to first to say thank you because I definitely appreciate you coming on. Um, I feel like you've already dropped some knowledge for some people and especially on this new stuff, this new stuff, people need to hear it. Yeah. They need to hear it. They need to hear from the source directly. (laughs) So just put it so perfectly. Yeah. They need to hear it from you. Always go to the source. (laughs) So so, uh, just in life in general, what were the things or some lessons you learned from your time in the military? Um, always think twice about your actions. And I was actually talking to somebody recently about like how I'm not comfortable, like cross cutting corners. Like I'll be mm-hmm. walking and then like people sometimes walk through the grass or something and I don't do it. And I, for the longest time I couldn't connect why. And then I realized that when you're in the military, you're trained for like, scenarios where if you cut across and there's like an IED, you know, you would die. So I, I, I guess like lately I've been working to shake off the military mentality. And again, they're great lessons, but at the same time, sometimes I have to remind myself, I'm not in the army no more. I'm not in the military. Like we're back to normal. We're here. Like the grass is the grass. There's not a bomb in the grass, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a lot what veterans go through. And I think if you know a veteran, like that's just rooted that discipline and they have that, you know, always on guard mentality. And it's a good thing, but at the same time, like it's a bad thing. A lot of people suffer through PTSD and it, it's just a challenge for a lot of people. And I think for me, where I didn't see combat, I'm more like just trying to shake off the worst case scenario mentality because sometimes mm-hmm. you know life is actually good it just we have to think of positive thoughts yeah i think i think that you just touched on something super important it's like life is full of positives like mm-hmm. there some things are good and they're not bad there's not like a secret to them so 
Oh, like, no. Remembering that. You have to remind yourself. Yes. I've, I've been there myself. Like, is, this is too good to be true. And I'm like second guessing yes. it all the way up until the pen is on the paper. Right? And then you're just like kind of waiting secretly about like, what's going to go wrong? Are we is this really still happening? Okay. Like, it's little yeah. things like that. You need to be in the office before you know you can work there. You're like, so yeah. I'm here, right? Like, this, this is mine. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, where can people support veterans? Um, do you know what causes do you think people should donate it to or look into? Um, I know there's like the Wounded Warrior program. Honestly, the best way people can support veterans, in my opinion, is to talk to them mm. and not assume that, you know, they're these, you know, people that are mentally damaged or whatever just talking to them I think helps a lot I know in Veterans Day like recently I felt like that was what people needed to acknowledge that we are people and, and we are individuals and we're not just free food like we're you know Veterans Day I felt like I was just watching everything and I was like it's all free food this free this free that it's like that's an inside thing between us veterans it's not what people should perceive us as Mm. So yeah, just talking to people, just getting to know them, just not assuming that they all have PTSD. I think that's it. But that's like, that's like life, I think. You just need to talk to people. Yeah. You need to see who they are and not just, you know, don't keep to yourself because everybody has a wonderful story. And again, I think that goes with journalism. It's like, I'm always wanting to know more about a person because I just think that everyone has a story behind them and it's valuable to know more and more so you can understand the world better and you could understand your own views and compare them to how other people think. Yeah, that was, that's powerful right there. It's like, reach, it's true. reach out and talk to folks. <laughs> yes, let's talk to each other. Let's not just be on our phones when we're in social settings. Can you imagine though, like the '90s when there wasn't no cell phone and people actually talked to each other? The like, number in, of people, strangers, like, the people who knew each other back then, <laughs> right? Like, actually spoke. Just like, like just talk, yeah, hundred percent. Cell phones, good and bad thing. I'll tell you that. Oh man, so thank you so much. This has been this has been awesome. I definitely appreciate thank you making. You making the time right before work to get on with me and <laughs> i'm literally about to walk in <laughs> uh, no, thank you it feels great to like be the one answering the questions and not like giving them i, I was almost like oh my god this is kind of nice <laughs> i know it's like you didn't have to come up with anything <laughs> this is right great. you just made my life easy <laughs> i definitely appreciate it yeah thank you thank you thank you like what you just heard follow the status update podcast on facebook and visit inspiredbyjamil.com for more content. See you next time. And I've been trying to find my way home. Through you, I remain strong. What would Jesse do? 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 Uh, through all the madness, yeah. Always knew I would have him. Oh, ain't even had to ask much, yeah. Always there, never.